tomboy who was really Punjabi, but then kind of had a slight girly aspect to her here and there. The only reason I started Twitch is because I had a uni project to do a charity event and they were like, oh, do a unique idea. And I was like, I have a PS4. I'm gaming every night. Let's go buy a PS4 camera and stream. At the end of the day, someone's coming to my stream after a long day at work maybe, or maybe having a stressful like home life. Like I want to make them laugh and smile. And then I noticed a switch when I started using my TikTok slightly to push my Twitch. More Punjabi started coming through. And then one morning, randomly woke up and recorded the most random TikTok ever. Damn, okay, this could be for me. Cause it goes from Punjabi to innocent, to just messed up, provocative. And it's just stuff that I want to post. And then now we're on like 50K. Hate on TikTok. The most beautiful keyboard warriors I've ever seen. Just because I'm brown, just because I'm a Sikh, doesn't mean I can't do a trend that's dumb. I'm not similar to them, I'm just, I'm different. And I was like, that's fine though. Welcome back to the CoachCast podcast. Today, my guest is Twitch streamer and TikTok sensation, Amke Bamwa. how are you doing? Hi, I'm good, how are you? I'm good. I didn't know whether to say Bamra or Bamra. I was like, which one should I... I'm... I always say Bamra, but if it's a Punjabi accent, it's Bamra. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, because I had that before where I had Sumanji the jaw on and it mm. jaw came out, but it was just whatever comes out at the moment comes out. Because <laughs> in my in the back of my mind was that uh, Joe Hall catering. So I was like, don't say Joe Hall. Don't say Joe Hall. <laughs> I'm like that. When I read last names, like at work, I'll be like, right, how do I want to say this one? <laughs> Do you want to give away that, like, yo, we've got some dissy flexio, or, or exactly, <laughs> do you yeah, want to keep yeah. it professional? <laughs> um, talking about the dissy side of things, uh, obviously, but you're like Punjabi from a Punjabi background as well, and um, proudly so repping uh, in all your videos and Twitch and things like that. But let's take it back from your cultural background, your upbringing, all of that jazz. <laughs> right. So it's a weird one because, like, I say I'm Punjabi but then certain people are like well you're not because my parents were both born in Kenya mm, okay but we are Kenyan Punjabi so always been like that I always used to go to the Gurdwara a lot as well as a kid so I'm I'm even though people don't think it, I am quite religious actually so it's kind of funny in that sense like we speak Punjabi at home it's just always been who I am so like I've always been the odd one out it's like all my friends have always been like very western and very that and then there's just me like blasting Jazzy B in the background like I am still here but no that's just how it's always been so like even as a kid I was exactly the same like I was a tomboy chilling with all the boys all my friends in primary school practically the lads secondary school exactly the same always with the lads um but I was just always a little tomboy who was really Punjabi but then kind of had a slight girly aspect to her here and there do you have you got like uh, siblings um, uh, have you got like brothers or something yeah so I've got like... one elder sister and that's it Oh, an elder sister. I would have, because you said tomboy, that's, I thought maybe you've got big brothers or something. Yeah, that, like... exactly. That's what everyone says. They always like, oh, wait, do you have brothers? And I'm like, no, it's just me and my sister. But for some reason, I ended up being the biggest tomboy ever was like as a kid. The only reason I switched slightly was like, my mom was like, do you want to put some makeup on while we were going out to like a function? And I was like, sure. And that's where the girly side kicked in. But other than that, it's just like straight tomboy vibes. <laughs> I was, um, uh, there's been like obviously some Punjabis from all over the world that I've been speaking to like on this so far, which is, is mind blowing in itself. Mm. Like I didn't think I would, I only started this shit in November and I'm like, I've spoken to people from like, um, there's been an Apanamunda who's from like Guy, um, Guyanese descent. 
Damn. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, there's obviously Australians. Uh, he's from Canada, New York and things. Um, mm. And then I did speak to an artist also from Kenya. She's actually living in Kenya as well. And uh, it's mad when you think like, the, obviously the British Empire was so big and we just got sort of moved around like little pawns exactly. on a chessboard. Like, so we're all over the place, aren't we? No, like legit. So like, I think with me, for some, for some reason, people have always like, even as a kid, they were like, you're not fully Punjabi you look mixed I'm like I'm not my parents are just born in Kenya and like for some reason people notice that about me they notice that slight difference and I'm like oh okay cool that is yeah it's interesting like to be honest I didn't notice a difference Mm. um but it is weird that you people can tell a difference um if you look at my sister it's hilarious because her hair is so curly and so afro and it's like she's definitely a mixed race child is what it looks like (laughs) I w- that's that's really interesting because obviously the I'm guessing your like parents and like their uh, your grandparents or there wouldn't be that many generations in Kenya because no like, so off the top of my head it's maybe one grandparent and both my parents and that's it so in that short amount of space yeah. like on uh, time like you can still have like evolutionary differences oh yeah. days. that's crazy to think about this is where like my nerdy side comes out and I like all of this shit in it. So forgive me because I like I didn't plan any of this conversation, but that's that's really interesting. Um when when you were going to school and stuff, like where uh, you're from Birmingham, right? Yes, Birmingham. So everything's like probably multicultural and all, all of that jazz. Yeah, so it was a very multicultural like area. So like for example, in primary school, I was friends with like all the guys, obviously, but like they weren't all Asians like there was like the white boys and then like the black boys and like everyone and I was just chill with everyone <laughs> culture was never like a oh you don't talk to this person or you don't talk to that person like that's never and I'm so glad I wasn't raised like that it was never a thing in my house mm-hmm. which was really good it was just a chill with everyone it's fine um so that was really good but like yeah it was really multicultural um and you'd like learn a lot about other people so like obviously me being Punjabi and very very proud and loud about it like my friend now randomly speaks Punjabi to my mom and he's not even Punjabi like he's Irish and he's white and it's just like what the hell um so like yeah it's just always been a thing where I've been around other people who aren't always Punjabi but like still embraced myself you said that like you were quite loud and proud about it so I'm guessing that means that other people weren't so what was like were you like to the other up and they like come on like speak Punjabi to me and they're like oh no I, I want to speak English or something like how does that work so yeah it's like with me I randomly just flow back and forth in Punjabi and English yeah, it's just, just how I do it it's, I don't know why it just seems easier sometimes but like I would be standing with like some of my Punjabi friends for example and they can't speak Punjabi whatsoever and I'm like wait what why don't you know it and it's kind of like it's a funny one because like when me I remember my mom said my mom told me this I went to reception like obviously in, at home we always spoke like Punjabi I, as soon as I hit reception it was like the Punjabi went and it was just English and my mom's friend pointed out she was like okay no we need to sort this out so like my mom and sister like I don't even say my sister's name I call it Benji mom and Benji were fully like yeah we're not talking to her if she doesn't respond in Punjabi so like if I wanted something I had to say it in Punjabi and that's how I got back into it but a lot of my friends didn't have that where they were like getting told to speak Punjabi or like told to go to the Guvara or do Bart and stuff like it was just not a thing and I would just look at it and be like that's so weird to me because like I, that's not what I grew up with. Mm-hmm. It's that's the, it's really interesting like when you get 
out of your bubble sort of thing so like for, yeah. f- when you're up until that point that's all you know and yeah, then exactly. you sort of get out of your bubble and you're like oh I, like I'm being raised differently to maybe more people are being raised like a different yeah, way exactly. you and don't like, understand it you don't notice it I feel mm-hmm. until like secondary school time because I didn't notice it until then where I was like actually in comparison to people who I'm supposed to be similar with I'm not similar to them I'm just I'm different and I was like that's fine though yeah yeah on, honestly like it's you you find that it's like um it does happen so like with me and my brother he's obviously older than me as well mm. and he was in a similar situation to that and I was but on a lesser so because when I was growing up it would be if I didn't understand anything in Punjabi I just ask him in English yeah. and so like my Punjabi was always a bit uh lesser to his if that makes sense so obviously yeah, yeah. you grow up and then you go to India and then then you learn everything so <laughs> then you know all the slang words and get told every swear word underneath the sun when you go shopping on a motorbike with oh you it's, it's beautiful knowing the swear <laughs> to be honest exactly it's it to be this is something that will come on in a bit because some of these guys on tiktok yeah there's this guy called Bijali Apanamunda yeah uh, and him on tiktok all my days i'd I'd crease it because he's just i think he's actually pakistani but he speaks punjabi Mm. and he's just hammering away 24 7 in punjabi i'm not even gonna lie aman nagra was one of the first punjabi gaming tiktokers i saw and i fell in love because i was like the swears though yeah yeah were beautiful they hit different (laughs) when is talking about the culture sort sort of side of things and since it's sort of on Twitch now, I know we're jumping mm. around a bit, um, but there was a moment where you got into like gaming and all these things that we will cover. But there was a scene on, I think it was your Twitter that you said that you were sort of discouraged from actually yes. sort of being overtly Punjabi. What was that all about? So I was never not me on Twitch when, like, when older viewers come back because now I've been officially on Twitch for about a year and a couple months like fully no break well a few breaks for uni though but like fully doing it properly in the beginning I was still me it was still a version of me it just didn't have the Punjabi aspect so I wouldn't sit there and fully have a conversation with the boys in Punjabi or if someone Punjabi came in and said are you Punjabi I'd like yeah I am and that's it it wouldn't be like oh my god like it was never that and it was more of a case of it wasn't discouragement it was kind of like a I wouldn't recommend this because I don't think your viewers and your followers will grow with it as quick mm-hmm. and then and back then as someone new as someone who kind of was more in a different community of twitch I, I got that it made sense for my brand back then and it was like oh, okay cool whatever now I kind of just do what I want yeah and yeah. just I just do it so I'm like if someone comes in and they're Punjabi I will be screaming in Punjabi um well yeah like that's a major thing like I wasn't like out there and like I'm Punjabi we're gonna speak Punjabi here you know what even if you don't speak Punjabi we can teach you it like it was never that it was more of a we're just gonna be a bit more tamed in that area but the rest of me was completely there still what why why did you switch then like what was the sort of was there a turning point of thinking oh fuck so it I'm just gonna be me which mainly happened it wasn't a turning point or an actual switch it kind of just happened naturally but what it was um was obviously I did have like for example Simran she was one of she's followed me for a long time and I followed her for a long time we haven't gamed until recently but I knew she was Punjabi knew it and then there was another guy and he was Punjabi now there was very few of them so I was like okay we're gonna keep it chill whatever 
And then I noticed a switch when I started using my TikTok slightly to push my Twitch. Mm -hmm. And then more Punjabi started coming through from my Twitter, from my Twitch, or my TikTok, sorry. And I was like, okay, right. I'm just going to be me fully. What's the worst that can happen? Because in November slash October, I was feeling really discouraged by it because... I'm a numbers person. It sounds bad, but I am a numbers person at the end of the day. You look at the numbers. If it's not really benefiting you, you need to switch something up. And I was like, okay, the numbers aren't the best. Try it. What's the worst that will happen? And it just did well. It just did well because people connected. They were like, okay, no, she's fully being herself. And even people who aren't Punjabi were like embracing it. And they were like, okay, so tell us more because we want to learn and we want to know more. And it was kind of really cool and fun to see that. Yeah, it's it's hard not to look at the numbers, especially with social media and in general. And that's something that I want to talk about later because the apps that you're on or the platform, should I say, are very contrasting in numbers. So it'll be good to, to have your take on that, um, especially with Twitch and TikTok. But it is it is weird. Like I sort of had that in my mind before starting this podcast as well because I did want to go down that route because I was like, I didn't think there was that many Asian. Uh, South Asian podcasts and when you start then you were like I'm thinking oh shit there's actually quite a few but uh, going into it I didn't think there was that many and um, and so I wanted to sort of highlight sort of people that inspired me and sort of get into contact with them but at the same time my best mate's on Love Island a few years ago and he's a Gora let's go and so I was but but like he's white but he comes from like quite a unexpected cultural background that mm. the like vast majority of people that will recognize him won't think of like his uh, grandma was born in Portugal spent mm. majority of her life in Goa and in India and then came over Damn. here so yeah so like that kind of thing I was just like I don't want to just be one thing I want to sort of like highlight other things and yeah. for me I'm just interested in in general cultures as a whole like I've had like a Caribbean geezer from New York and his paintings are in galleries with Picasso I've had like mm. a an IBO international heavyweight champion who comes from a half Jamaican and half English household. And I'm like, these are just cool to me. But I feel like when you get into that seek Twitter, seek Instagram, it's very hard. Like you get trapped yeah. in there really quickly. And it's, you get it's, very quickly trapped in that. Yeah, stuff. it's it's mad. Like obviously my personal Instagram and Twitter and things are so different from my like culture cast page ones. Yeah, yeah. It's like going into two separate bubbles completely but um on on the topic of gaming when did you have you always been into gaming as a kid like you've been you said you were a fanboy no so the first of a technical console I had was a Nintendo Wii that I got when I was like 10 right after that I didn't touch a console till about three years ago when I was playing mobile Fortnite and my two friends are like "Uh uh-uh cod's coming out we ain't dealing with this we're getting a ps4 so for my birthday my friends got me a ps4 i was like okay cool so i've been gaming technically for three years and that's it and it's like a damn i do enjoy it and like it was a seven days a week for about six hours every night we are on playing card i am crying in the first (laughs) year because i was like i hate card i don't ever want to play this i'm (laughs) done and then i was like okay no i actually love this game (laughs) So what was your first card three years ago? What was that like? Black Ops 4. Oh, okay. You Black missed Ops out 4. on some good Call of Duties, man. <laughs> That's when I stopped playing COD. <laughs> Black Ops 4 was my first one. And I was, I, okay, now looking back, I'm like, why the hell did I love this? I loved it because it was my first one. Mm-hmm. But I'm obsessed with Modern Warfare, especially Shipment. Like, give me Shipment and I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it. 100%. That's all I want in my day. 
They were the good ones. Uh, like I think my first one was uh, Call of Duty 4, so the original mm. Modern Warfare. Um, remember getting my Xbox 360 back in the day was uh, all the boys would jump on after school, get called a gill because my voices hadn't dropped yet. It was oh, amazing, amazing times, reminisce over them days. But I, I'm surprised at that because obviously, like you said, uh, I spoke to Simran as well, mm. um, or, or Shigs, depending on. Uh, depending on how you want to call it yeah yeah exactly simon slash shigs on twitch um what do, do you get that as well so i'm i'm short for i'm in i'm with i'm guessing or do I'm you and is, i'm and breathe okay yes yeah, so i've gone by am since secondary because it was like i'm and breathe is so long yeah. <laughs> let's just go with am and it's just so it feels easier because it's like people don't know that other layer of you almost it's sort of like a boundary isn't it you yeah, can keep it's kind of like a you know me as this if if someone like, calls if someone calls you um and breathe, it'll be like, oh, they're they're a real one. <laughs> oh no, no, no. See, like even all my friends, they they're like, um, the only people who now call me um and breathe are family. And it mm. sounds so weird sometimes. I'm like, wait, that's my name. How am I not used to it anymore? <laughs> I'm the same. I'm exactly the same. Um but what I was saying there was with sibling, obviously she was like growing up playing like obviously mm. games and stuff and then you, you sort of came into it later life yeah when when did sort of um the thought of like twitch and things come into it so that's a funny one the only reason i started twitch is because i had a uni project and we had to do a charity event and it was raising money for them and they were like oh do a unique idea and i was like i have a ps4 i'm gaming every night let's go buy a ps4 camera and stream so officially when people are like oh when did you start from zero followers it was actually like October November 2019 that I started streaming and I did it for I'm gonna say October November in the first part of December stopped because of uni and then I picked streaming back up in summer last year um so basically my friend was really into like streaming and I was like he's doing it I might as well do it as well I've got all the things I need for it so it's just basically doing that but then I think I broke off and did my own thing and enjoyed it a lot more. So was that initial thing for like, uh, I'm guessing like a charity stream or something that you had to do on, for uni and then yeah. you uh, got busy with uni and things and then came back in and obviously we're in lockdown at that point as well. So it's, it goes hand in hand. And I think that's when like a lot of people did jump on Twitch mm-hmm. a bit more and stuff and uh, that whole sort of industry i could i guess you could call it did start booming um off a bit more is it still just call of duty that you play do you mess around with any other games so i want to start messing around with other games i've noticed call of duty just does better so i actually started my affiliate grind on assassin's creed i didn't start it on card so Mm. i went from assassin's creed played that for a solid while got my affiliate played that still and then i was like everyone's back on playing card everyone's enjoying card again let's just go back to COD um, and then just went back on it. But the thing is, I didn't grind COD last year whatsoever. So my level, my guns weren't leveled up like that. I was still running the same weapons. I still practically was running the same weapons for a couple of months this year. So it was kind of like a, we'll do it, but like, I'm not going to be gaming every single night of the week. It's just going to be on streams. Yeah, it must be hard like if when you sort of do it full time as well to actually like enjoy it as is like playing a game like obviously i can jump on and i'm just having fun there's no one looking at me or anything i can do and say whatever i want there's no pressure um and you can actually enjoy the game for what it is but when you're actually streaming then it's is that is there a clear difference do you still play off stream for for your own fun 
still play off stream for my own fun i'm upset like the thing is i'm obsessed with cod and like other games so like if i really want to chill i will throw on assassin's creed or i'll go into training on rocket league <laughs> but i am on cod a lot more so like yesterday for example i jumped onto multiplayer after i jumped onto rebirth i was just sweating it off um and i still do that because cod i don't I think it is maybe because when I first started playing COD, I was playing a solid five to six hours every night. And I've done that for like two years straight that I'm like, I can still do that to this day. Like I'm like, I can play a stupid amount of COD and it will be fine. Mm -hmm. It's like after my 24 hour stream, I only played 24 hours of COD. All my friends are like, this is like the worst idea ever. And I still wasn't fed up of COD at the end of it. Okay. 24 hour stream. How does that work in terms of... um food and when the food has to leave and them kind of things do you know I'm really lucky I'm very lucky in this department my mom and sister will just come up they will sneak behind my backdrop and just put the plate there and go so what happened was I started at what 7 p.m like by 8 p.m my mom had given me food I was like okay cool thanks I'd like got my own water and my GP and whatever and I had a bag of snacks on the floor. By 3 a.m., all I was doing was drinking a lot of caffeine. And that's all I wanted was caffeine. And then, like, I was given breakfast and then lunch. And then I was like, okay, we're done. At the end of it, I ate roti and just went to bed. I was like, I can't physically. So, so do you just eat on stream? Yeah. A lot of people don't do that. A lot of people are like, oh, we'll do a be right back. I don't have, I always used to have this issue where I didn't enjoy eating in front of people. I hated it. But my f- my stream is so used to me just getting given my food and me just sitting there eating <laughs> while playing or when I'm dead that they're like yeah it's fine it's just See, her. I- I'd probably be the the former of like I'd probably feel a bit uncomfortable eating on stream I, used I eat like to. a pig. <laughs> See, I eat like a pig. Some no, I eat like a pig most of the time. Let's be <laughs> I love my food. I don't care anymore. I'm just like they. My stream has seen me moody, annoyed, happy high on caffeine which is really bad like i was jittering and they were like you need to stop streaming and they've just seen me pig out on food at this point they're family like it's it's weird but my stream is family so it's like it's fine if they see this most of the time it is them sort of extreme emotions that do the best on like things like twitch and uh, on online in general um when there was there was a, a question that I asked Simlin that I actually want to get your take on when we're going back to the sort of gaming, mm-hmm. which was um and it's a bit of a fun question. It's not really like serious or anything. Okay. But obviously, like, it, do you watch Mortal Kombat movie came out recently? It's, it's really fucking good. Yeah, I think when when that podcast was announced, I think that uh, when that podcast we were recording it, the trailer mm-hmm. was announced. By the time it released, the movie was fucking out. It was it was a long leeway in between, but um. Do you, have you watched any like movies that are based on video games? Assassin's Creed movie. I loved it, and I'm so sad that they're not coming out with a part two. I was like, that is so one of the examples mad. I gave. It's an amazing one. Would you say that is your favorite? Like, That's, so does like Marvel and DC count? Because like, I'm a no, massive. They're not video games. I, I I would say like something based on something that was originally a video game that someone has turned. Okay, into so the movie. only one I've watched is Assassin's Creed, and I was obsessed with that movie because I was like, I want to be an assassin. Is what I learned after that movie. <laughs> <laughs> like it sounds so childish, but I really frigging love Assassin's Creed, and I've noticed it's like origins that I love the most because I've always been into Egyptian history like I'm obsessed with it so Origins just hits different for me and then the movie I was like oh, why is there not a part two 
Oh yeah, I still wish they would do. They probably will eventually. If if you could turn any other game into a, a movie, I would say other than like a a, a shooting game because that's just like any yeah any, yeah. any action movie, um, oh, like game. a story based game. What would you do? I feel like. Hmm. Now I'm just sitting here thinking. I'm like, damn, what would I turn into a freaking movie? I don't know why the first thing I thought was Rocket League. <laughs> I don't know how cool. that would work. I don't know how that would work. But it's because the concept of Rocket League is kind of cool. You're in a car, but you're playing football, kind of. Yeah. Not yeah. really, but you kind of are. It's a it's a different concept. I feel like it could hit if it was made right. It could, yeah. Like if you if you like actually create a character and he's like going wouldn't... into a tournament or whatever. Yeah, it it couldn't be childish. That's the thing. If they yeah. made a game of that, no, a movie of that, like straight off, what I think is like buff built characters. It basically just turn into like. You know what I think war. of that is like Spy Kids 3D. I'm going going back a few years, but like they get that into the video so game. That would be so sick, wouldn't it? And like a Rocket League version. I if if that Spy ends Kids. up happening, we need royalties. Yeah, yeah. What I'm like we need a cut of that because that's a banging. No, no. <laughs> Spy Kids was a banging movie. They were. They Spy were, Kids they in were Rocket League would hit different. <laughs> I I say I always say but because the reason I thought of this question is because I want uh, get, um, God of War. To be turned into a, a movie because that would be oh, okay, yeah, yeah. and like seeing like the rock as Kratos would be top tier. That's, you know what I mean? That would be a banging. That's bang a good idea. You know? I know, right? So fucking if that comes true, yeah, I'm, I don't even need Vaulty. Just fucking just, make just it. Just do, do it. it. <laughs> Please do it for us. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Um, being like a female gamer. Yes. Being a female Punjabi gamer, but more so the female. If if you go into public lobbies. Yes. Do you get any backlash or anything? Do you get any little like sly comments or? I personally haven't, but the thing is, because I I've been streaming and I okay, so when I used to game like two years ago, it was always the same people. I didn't need to go into public lobbies like that. Now since I've been streaming, I disable my uh, public chat. The only time I put it on is if it's like an uh, like let's say at night I'm gaming alone playing Rebirth or something, and I'm like, okay, I really need to give call outs. I haven't faced any backlash yet, which I'm really lucky for. But I know like a friend of mine, Saskia Cole, she's a streamer. She's like on the road to nine or 10K now. She's actually quite like good at it. Um, she gets a lot of backlash, which is horrible. The only time I've ever felt like really this is happening in my chat is the other week. Someone came into my chat. He went from my friend's chat to my chat because we were both streaming at the same time and he was like oh you're a girl oh da, 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 da. and then he was trying to hit on me or like trying to get my snap or something and I was just like you need to chill and then fully started ripping into me because I said can you please stop now bearing in mind my chat out of everyone I know pick up lines it's fine if it's as jokes and we're all just having banter pick up lines swears the dirtiest jokes in the world I don't mind it but it's when it comes in a malicious way I'm like please stop like you don't need that here but I'm quite lucky in the sense of like I don't get that but I think it is like I do if someone says something to me I go straight back at them and I'm like sit down I'm not taking it and they're like okay yeah we'll just leave her be yeah uh, it's it's a weird one isn't it because I feel like when when someone follows you and it's sort of in context I think context is the main word here like if someone is a follower of your twitch stream and they sort of know the banter that they're getting into it's sort of almost like having the jokes behind closed doors that you would have with your friends exactly 
But then if like if you're ripping into one of your mates and then somebody else makes the same joke from outside that circle, it's a, it's it's different, isn't it? It's like you probably go after that person for the same. Yeah, no. So it's like the other day I was raided by some new people, never had met them before. I was like, oh, okay, this is nice. And they saw that the jokes and the banter was we were kind of throwing pickup lines around and we were kind of being a bit dirty and like whatever. And it was like, okay, cool. And they genuinely were like, is it okay if we throw some pickup lines in chat? And I was like, go for it. So they felt, they felt comfortable enough. They asked and I appreciated that. But if someone's coming in, like, give me your snap and I'm taking it as a joke and I'm like, haha, no. And then they start getting malicious. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want this here. But don't like uh, Twitch streams and things like, I don't know, do you have like mods in your chat that will just sort of yeah. kick out people that are being dicks and things? So with me, <laughs> my modding is very funny. If one day I, I will send you a screenshot of my mod actions, it's hilarious. We accept practically everything unless it's racist or really, really horrible and bad and it's a malicious thing, we won't accept it. What I know, you know what I noticed actually about streaming? And I noticed this last year when I first started streaming. There were certain words and certain things that as a normal person, you accidentally just say, but when you learn, like you can't say them on Twitch and how bad they actually are. You genuinely sit down and like reflect on yourself like, damn, I need to stop this. Like that was one thing that was different about stream. Like, no, like with my mods, either some of them are playing or they're at work. So honestly, I'm just like, do I just mod my chat? (laughs) No, I'm joking. But like my mods are really good. They're really, really good people. Cause uh, sorry, go on. And like they're all my friends like so there's this thing we call the boys chat like we sit in it daily it's literally just me another girl and all our boyfriends well guy friends well that sounded mad <laughs> um and like most of them are mods and they're just really good like they'll just be there do things without me even asking so it's amazing fair enough yeah fair enough because i knew there was sort of some sort of like um moderation of yeah. that so i don't know i don't know to the extent because i'm pretty sure everyone has their own sort of mods and can sort of control most of that stuff themselves, which is good because obviously you don't want some hateful shit coming your way. Like I was, we'll probably touch on it a bit later because I feel like um, perhaps it'll probably happen more on TikTok than it will on Twitch because just because of the nature of the platform. Yeah. Um, but when you did start streaming on Twitch, obviously you said it was for your, your uni project and then you sort of got into it a bit more. Mm. Like you didn't really have any equipment and things. It was quite you recently just We're got a mic. We're still really scuffed. We're still very scuffed over here. Um, we have a PS5, a PS4. We've got the cameras for them too. We've got this beautiful mic, courtesy yeah. of my uh, courtesy of my beautiful followers who freaking donate. Like they're crazy sometimes. I'm just like, please stop. <laughs> and then a ring light. That's all we've got. Um, we're save um saving up for a PC. So hopefully we get a PC. Um, and I am working on a way of getting my Mac to work with my friends Elgato he sent me for free I was like it's like 180 quid my guy let me pay and he was like no and I was like god um so I've got an Elgato I've got the Mac we're gonna see if that works tomorrow and if it works I'll get overlays and then we'll be streaming off the Mac for now so uh, would you still advise people to do it that way though because like I've got one mate who is about to stream, but it literally he's like, I want everything perfect. He's got his PC, he's got his monitors. He's literally, I think he could start, uh, could have started like months ago, but he's waiting yeah. for like a new desk because he wants it to be all set up nice and perfectly. Would Honestly, you- it's a good way of going about it. Don't get me wrong. Like if if you can afford it, or if you've got the space 
go go that way because it means from day one everyone's getting the best quality possible yeah but as someone who went from ps4 to ps5 to slowly upgrading it feels nicer because it's like everyone sees that transition and it's kind of just more it's more like okay they can see where their donations and stuff are going so like with my stream I know it sounds so my friends really cussed me out for this I was like oh my god boys I got a USB hub now like come on it's like a 15 quid thing like who really really gets excited of a USB hub and I was so excited for some odd reason but it shows like your stream you are genuinely taking what they're giving you either saving it for something bigger or you're putting it back into it and I think they like that because it's not like a oh she's here for the money she's pocketing it no I'm here to make friends enjoy it and give you a better stream so like the mic upgrade it was amazing and I was like oh my god everyone we've got a mic and the person who donated for for it I was like thank you so much I really appreciate it and he was like you don't need to say thank you I was like no it genuinely meant a lot because I wouldn't get the mic upgrade if it wasn't for you Mm -hmm. so it's it's kind of nice to like show your stream that you know what it isn't all just about the money it's about the I want to give you the best content and show you that I'm actually putting it back into here but I also think like um so the f- the first podcast I did was fucking atrocious if I'm honest mm. with you like looking back on it the guest was amazing yeah. uh, and and his words are actually like reflected that he was like everyone should just start like if you're being creative just start yeah. figure it out on the way and that's exactly yeah. what I did like I didn't have a mic for maybe five or six episodes mm. mic quality went from shit to half decent I guess <laughs> um, uh, and, and things like that and like and, and for Twitch especially from what I've heard from other people who have started your first few streams aren't going to run smoothly something's bound to go wrong like the- there's always something going wrong with mine for example like I don't know why this is an achievement in my streams nowadays so when you when you stream off your ps5 it gives you a little box to select that it's perfect and you want it there if my background is exactly in line with that box happiest day of my life no cap um but like you don't need to be perfect if you can be great that gives you a head start slightly because people will come in and they'll be like oh looks really professional let's stick around if you can't honestly there's nothing wrong with it because like Mm -hmm. you can show your growth then and like people are there with you in the journey yeah that's exactly it that's what i like that's what i was in i was that you because he's actually like a really fucking good at games to be fair mm-hmm. like he's like he's he, he can win like tournaments and things yeah, like yeah. that so he's like really high quality but you just won't stream because oh everything's perfect i'm just like yo just start and then as it grows you can get all yeah, the kinks exactly. out of the way and you can in- improve in that way so speaking about that so t- so when you explain like um obviously i know what twitch streaming is and things like yeah, that yeah. or not everybody does like if you try to explain to my parents for example they yeah, they yeah. call they call this podcast a broadcast and i'm like that's safe, adorable safe, yeah. like, <laughs> hey as long as you get it it's fine exactly exactly um but when you the way that i sort of explain it is when people watch other people game because that's the yeah. big question you get is like why would you watch another person play video games when you could just do it yourself yeah exactly the way that i explain it is there's like there's two categories but it's like in a van diagram they can be overlap is one mm-hmm. is somebody is absolutely amazing at playing that video game they are the best of the best uh they win tournaments etc just like i would watch cristiano ronaldo play football yeah the other side is this person is 
absolutely fucking hilarious or just overall a good entertainer um like kevin hart or something yeah so there's your two venn diagrams and then the overlap would be a person who's absolutely incredible at the game yet entertaining and they're the ones who are like the special gems like your ninjas who fucking just go apeshit and go absolutely like and make the most money definitely agree with that where would you fit in that venn diagram (laughs) (laughs) right I'm not the best at the game, but I'm not the worst. <laughs> no, I, I did go through a phase of being really bad because obviously final year of uni needed to like get my head down. I've started getting better at the game again. I, I won't lie, I'm not the best, but I have started getting better. I would say I'm like, if this is the Venn diagram, I'm like here in the middle, but like I'm not the best at the game, but I'm not the worst. Like there are good, like what? We got three wins yesterday. We got three wins last stream. That's that's a yeah. decent stream for me, but I. But are you getting carried in them wins? Because it's very easy uh, to say you're winning. Yesterday yeah. I got carried. The day before I didn't. Okay, okay. If I'm playing with my friends, like for example, Kenny Shep, um, who else? Garth, Obi, them guys, they will carry me because their KD is what over one. Some of them are like nearly at two KD. Like their KD is stupid high. My KD is obviously a lot lower because I meme streamed for a solid while mm-hmm. while I was in uni. I was like, I need to meme. I just need to chill. And then I'll get back to the game. But like if I'm playing with my friends like San, Trap and them, we genuinely try and play the game, but we want to have a laugh as well. Mm-hmm. And you that's know, yeah. always been the case. Like I've always, I've never been someone who can sit there while on stream and be silent. Like there might be certain games where I'll be like, I'm so sorry. I will read chat in a sec. But I want to keep them entertained and I want to keep them laughing. Because, like, for me, at the end of the day, someone's coming to my stream after a long day at work, maybe, or after uni, or maybe having a stressful, like, home life. Like, I want to make them laugh and smile. Like, that's all I want to do. Yeah, so, like, it's more, like, on the entertainment side than yeah. the... Okay, fair enough, yeah. Which I think, to be fair, I think more people will probably fall into that category because there's only a certain amount of people that can be the best at that game yeah, you know exactly. what I mean like and it, it's 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 so hard like uh, obviously like with FIFA and things that so you get like a top 100 leaderboard if you're not in that top 10 nobody's watching you well people will watch you but it's probably because more entertainment exactly. side of things do you know what I mean and even like if you're the best gamer if you're not providing the entertainment or even the conversation sometimes people aren't going to watch I've noticed like and that's personal like noticing other even other games not even card noticing other people's streams like you could be really good at the game but if you're not sitting there having a conversation with your stream or entertaining them or providing them something few people will watch sometimes and it's not fair at the end of the day it really isn't see I I think yeah I agree with that because I feel like more people do come for entertainment but I feel like if you are the best at the game you could literally be a brick wall and people would still come just because they want to see what is this guy doing which I can yeah which I can incorporate in my game like honestly but obviously like there's a lot of gamers on TikTok and things that upload like little in this scenario and like other people would break down the pro gamers plays like if they're like use this wall for cover slide at this moment x y and z yeah. um which which is like obviously really interesting speaking of tiktok obviously you're big on that as well and you said you <laughs> you mentioned previously like that um you basically just started it to grow your twitch no so no okay no it was never a twitch thing so with me i used to have an old instagram account which was amkbammer now my instagram is this is amkbammer which is cool whatever but that account hit 10k and I was like, oh, yay, fun. It got wrongfully deleted. Never got it back. 
and I was like okay what the hell so for a whole year I chilled I didn't really do social media I didn't touch social media for a year and then one morning randomly woke up and recorded the most random TikTok ever it got like 4,000 likes and I was like damn okay this could be for me so I started recording TikToks started recording TikToks and then it just went from there and I was enjoying it because I, I think it sounds vain but I like being in front of a camera <laughs> it sounds so vain but I I feel like I shine more in front of a camera like I can't I can't just sit back and just do nothing yeah so I've always been a content person it's just always been me so I started recording TikToks and like yeah the f- if you go back to my first few they aren't the best or they don't have the most likes or whatever but I just kept going at it and then now we're on like 50k and I'm like why is this a thing <laughs> yeah it is crazy like uh obviously I've uh, b- uh been messaging you for advice on TikTok yeah. previously so uh getting getting some tips from the expert and <laughs> it's it's weird because certain things just pop off like uh I, I like boxing I've had a few boxing guests on and when I started getting boxing guests on I started posting like knockouts that I remember mm-hmm. like my favorite knockouts through history and, and things like that and like the first knockout that I put it the you know when you when like TikTok automatically just puts the music on and automatically yeah, yeah. puts all the shots correctly so it, the hit was in perfect time with the beat drop and it was like 70 80 000 views and I was like holy shit like and I'm posting podcast clips up until this point which are yeah, yeah. getting like a few hundred maybe a thousand or if I'm if I'm lucky and then that gets 70 80 000 I'm like wow maybe I should post a few more of these years so I'll post a few more and then on quarter million views man I'm like what the I don't understand the TikTok and they're all using yeah. the same beat they're all basically the same video they've all got the same hashtags but that one for some reason just went apeshit um I've sort of trying to flex about a bit more now like of trying to get more of like a dissy audience obviously because a lot yeah. of this podcast is a bit more dissy so I'm sort of doing things with like music and uh like sample like obviously a lot of Punjabi music samples western music so showing like because that was a big thing with it. have you seen like the DJ who's like yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah so I, I did a bit it's, of that it's, it's a it's a cool but it's a cool aspect of TikTok I'd say yeah it's, it's nice to use their sounds <laughs> and just just flexing about with different ideas and you do get a bit of audience like um yeah it, it is it is just interesting mm. but what I found and I don't know if this is the same with you like we were speaking about before context so a lot of people who and I, I repost a lot of my TikToks on Instagram as reels as well yeah and and it's similar because if on a main feed post on Instagram for example where it's basically to the, the followers that follow you there's context of what this post is about the, and, yeah. and, a, and a wider context sort of thing whereas on TikTok and reels because it gets pushed out to an algorithm to random people they only see that one thing yeah. and then that's where all the hate comes for or sometimes yes. so I, I i don't think i've received any hate other than on a tiktok or a reel and it's it's a weird that's good yeah no that's well, lucky. it's it's not bad uh, it's not it's not horrible i guess but when it does come and it comes out of the blue it's a bit weird and it like takes you back a bit obviously a yeah. lot of your tiktoks will be reaching a lot more people than me yeah. i think 11 12 million views or some shit that you said that you've got on your your hashtag of your yeah, it's 11.3 now and i've only been using that since november or december because i don't know if you know him do you know his his name used to be jj yard originally on okay. tiktok he's he has a little dog called ladu adorable i love him 
I call him Baji. Um, but he was like, the dog or the geezer? <laughs> well, I love the geezer, but the dog's cute. Like, <laughs> like Lindu is an adorable dog. Um, but like, he was like, use your own hashtag. I was like, okay, cool. Started doing it, playing around with it. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Hate on TikTok though. Oh, most beautiful... The most beautiful keyboard warriors I've ever seen. <laughs> That's all it, I can say for them. It's weird though, because like I'll engage because I'm just like, if you're commenting, that means the video is playing for longer and it's pushing out to more people, yep. which is beneficial for me. I didn't think of that originally. So when I used to get hate, I'd be like, oh, screw this, delete, 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 delete. Mm. Recently, I'll sit there and have a conversation with them and I'll be like, okay, let's talk. Cause and then they'll be they'll start say certain things and I'll just be like, mm, you're really bugging me. And you know, some of my comments are just, thank you so much for this beautiful comment. I love how you give me more engagement. And they're just like, what the hell's wrong with her? I did the same to be fair. I'll reply and they'll be like, why the fuck are you still replying? I'm like, they're like, why are you trying to have this? It's just for my engagement. Like you could be slagging me off, yeah. And I keep on replying to the point where the hate comment person is saying, why are you still engaged with me? I'm just like, because it's good for my engagement. I'm exactly. trying to grow. Like, no, like, think about it. TikTok apparently has this thing now. I don't know if this is correct, but it's like, if your video is seven seconds, it will push it. Okay, cool. Not all of the videos can be seven seconds, but it's how long the video is watched. Okay, cool. If I'm getting you to click back on the video, have to re-watch it technically to write out your keyboard warrior message, hey, it's just benefiting me at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, so it's fine. yeah exactly that's how i see it but obviously with like um it seems that like you've got this like sort of down it doesn't really affect you too much but obviously with like mental health and social media and things is it sometimes hard because these people don't know you 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 are engaging in comments and sort of you have to justify yourself sometimes and the hardest one i've dealt with to date on social media was when someone took a screenshot of my friend's tiktok it wasn't mine it was my friends and they were like take your godot off you're doing this this is so bad and it was something along those lines and it was posted on instagram and she was very upset she came to me she told me i tried to deal with it as much as i could and then me being me i was like you know what no no, no. we're not stopping it here i went and made that tiktok and i literally captioned it get triggered if you want or something along those lines or like posting it on purpose and then they reposted mine on their Instagram like oh my god she reposted she did this on purpose to trigger everyone and I was like no I did it because guess what just because I'm brown just because I'm a Sikh doesn't mean I can't do a trend that's dumb Mm. then I did another TikTok and they started being very racist about that one and I literally credited the person who had made the original TikTok. And I thought, why are you hating on me when someone else has also done that? And it's just, the hate is really disgusting because they start saying the most vile things. And you sit there and you genuinely think, wow, this is your mentality. This is what you've grown up with. And that's disgusting to me. I was just like, I've never thought people's opinions could be disgusting. But like when they fully rip into your family for no reason or rip into an other religion or start becoming racist or start questioning your religion that's when I'm like wow you really have the worst mentality possible so the worst is probably when it happened on Instagram and I did get angry when the second one was done to me and my friends saw me get angry but then it was like it was like what 30 minutes of anger and then me just being like 
and I and it sounds really bad but I was like any PR's PR it's fine and I think that's the easiest way of getting past it thinking any publicity is publicity let's be honest yeah plus these people don't know you and I think you hit the nail on the head there yeah. was like there's got to be something very fucked up in their lives for them to say the shit that they do uh, on on social media like you get all sorts but that's that's how I see it as well as like it's not a reflection of me it's a reflection of them whatever they're commenting no agreed it's like so the most recent one was I wore a specific top and this woman said oh this is really disgusting you shouldn't be wearing clothes like this and I said I didn't ask for your opinion now that's not me being rude I didn't tell her to go fuck herself or anything I said I didn't ask for your opinion and then she started commenting something really dirty and I just deleted all her comments so she screenshot it and she posted a tiktok about it mate you're just trying to get views off my face cool enjoy but I was there like why can you not like okay let's say I disagree with something you say and we have a discussion about it that's fine but then forcing your opinion on me and then degrading me that's not right for any reason and I feel like people on social media forget we're actually people I think I've noticed that they forget your people what they think is this is a video this is a person who they don't really think is a human who doesn't have feelings let's go at it it's an object on a screen it's an object on a screen to them but then I then it's like if someone said that to you to your face you would be in tears mate just because I'm not in tears doesn't mean it doesn't hurt yeah, exactly. I think that's really disgusting about social media. It's the one thing that will annoy me about social media forever. Yeah, it's it is it is really bad, and I think people sort of I don't understand it because it's like I think if you're raised correctly, I want to say normally, but I don't know what normal is nowadays. To us, well, to <laughs> because, us, what we grew up with is normal, but to them, what they grew up with is normal. Exactly. Like, so, like, but then that's that's why I don't want to use the word normal because it could be taken differently. Like, mm. for me, you, I, I don't. The only times I'll have a comment on something if it's positive, like yeah. if if I'm like, oh, congratulations or something, but I'll never sort of comment or on anything I don't like. There's like, no I could see something and I could disagree with it, or I could not like it personally. It doesn't mean I need to comment on it exactly but like when i see people getting hate for no reason on social media i will comment on that and be like no i disagree why are you getting this hate or whatever so i remember there was this one tiktoker and he was gay and he's getting a lot of hate and i comment and i just in general commented on it like my guy do what you're doing you're stunning or something and then he followed me and it was really cute and adorable and i was like okay cool but someone else is probably sitting there thinking oh let me hate on him Mm. because he's gay and it's like Plus, I think especially with that app specifically is a lot of the audience a lot of the people typing seem to be extremely young like extremely young like not either it's extremely young or extremely old yeah I've noticed so it's either people that are old-fashioned or where like uh, and you sort of alluded to it before of words that you say but you don't really know the repercussions so like the things that you're uneducated on those specific things exactly yeah like I don't want to say any of the terms because obviously then exactly. I don't want to, yeah like but like they'll say like homophobic shit that you'll probably say at school and until you leave school exactly. you don't realize oh shit you're not allowed to say, say that shit yeah you, exactly and it's like, like that the homophobicness so the racistness the straight up just disrespect at times I'm like 
it's, but when there's no consequences back. when there's no consequences you just say like, oh it's fine i can keep on doing it like one of the ones and i um, I don't think like I didn't think of it when I was doing it but one of the ones that sort of got quite a lot of traction for me and the reason it got traction was because there was so many hate comments well not hate comments but basically um I put what people in people think indie music sounds like and it was that video of the guy in the back of the car yeah, the white yeah. guy going ding, 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 and yeah, it's obviously yeah. it's a piss take in it but then what it actually sounds like and it was like a Sid the Musiala track so it was quite gangster yeah, exactly. sort of thing yeah. yeah so it was like trying to get rid of stereotypes but because I wrote what people think Indian music sounds like, um, Punjabi TikTok came after me from when I was saying this. Punjabi will come after you. Yeah, no, they Punjabi came after TikTok me. Punjabi TikTok comes after me for being Punjabi. Exactly. So it was like, we're not, this isn't Indian music. This is Punjabi and all this. And then obviously all of the Indian people who aren't from Punjab were like, fight, they're fighting themselves in the comments. And it's great for me because the videos just get like, more views. Thank you for the engagement. Yeah. But then there's some people who were just like, take it a bit too far. Like, and they ended up fighting with each other because the Punjabi spelling between P-A-N-J to P-U-N-J. I'm like, you're both on the same side, but now you're fighting. It's like a sub argument. It's Who cares it's, about how you spell it? It's the same thing. But it was, it's crazy with like, but that's what I was saying before. It's, it's not in context. They're saying this yeah. one video that's taken out of the wider thing saying like, oh, you're not a proud Punjabi that otherwise you wouldn't have said this and yeah. saying that Punjabi music's from India. I'm like, fam, look at my link in my bio as a podcast where exactly. I've been speaking to Punjabi people trying to promote and highlight their achievements, yeah? And one of the geezers was going back and forth with me going like, nah, I ain't gonna ever listen to your podcast. You don't know jack shit. You're like, and yeah. all this stuff. I'm like, what the hell? You just can't win with some people though, innit? It's like, the cast thing now i've brought up the cast thing a minimum of three times on my tiktok now because i i have always been someone who likes highlighting on things mm-hmm. um and the cast thing is very predominant on tiktok now obviously i know what cast i am i don't care because cast isn't something you're supposed to believe as a seek but people will come up to me on my tiktok lives in my tiktok comments and be like oh it's because you're not a jot that you say this i don't care because if we're really going down to the boiled bottom of it, a few of my cousins are married to Jots. Hence, my nieces and nephews are Jot. Do I just not talk to them? Is that what we... Like, I fully said that to one of them. I was like, do you just not want me to talk to them? Like, please <laughs> let me know. And they were like, no, I didn't say that. And I was like, no, but that's what you're saying. And, and it's just dumb. It's just a straight... It's like they have their mindset and they just go full force. And it's like... You realise you're repeating yourself and just not making sense anymore, my God. That one's a sticky one. I have this conversation, like, a lot. And Mm. I feel like it's good to be proud of where you come from. Yes. Proud of your origins. Yes. Like, I have farming roots in India. I'll I'll, I'll put it in that term. And I'm very proud of that because that is hard work. As we see with the farmers' protest, everyone is very passionate of their background. It's very fine to be proud of where you come from. Yeah. As long as it's not to the detriment no, of somebody agreed. else. And that's what I say to people. I'm like, if you are, for example, I'm a third Khan. If you want to be proud of that, go ahead. Yeah. Do but not you, to the detriment of somebody else. Don't start disrespecting yeah, others yeah, for it. Yeah. And for me, like, yeah, in Sikhism, you're not supposed to believe in caste. Knowing what you are is fine. I think knowing your roots, knowing your heritage, knowing everything about what you, what makes you perfectly fine, but you don't need to sit there and be ignorant about it is what I think at the end of the day. 
controversial topic. It's and a controversial, yeah. So we'll do some awkward transition into <laughs> what, uh, what, how would you describe the, the content that you post on TikTok? And I think, you know, uh, my angle. The content I post on TikTok is hilarious because it goes from Punjabi to innocent to just messed up, provocative. And it's just stuff that I want to post because I've been on TikTok like, oh, I like this. I'll send it myself. So I, I go from a spectrum of Punjabi, innocent, good girl <laughs> to pro- provocative as hell sometimes. And it's like, what just happened here? I haven't seen many of the former, but I've definitely seen a lot of the latter. <laughs> because when you're scrolling through the feed, the ones with 10k plus views are normally yep. the latter. Because um, it, it. It, it, it does work. And that's a question that I sort of want to ask is, is it something you lean into because you know it's good for growth? Like to be, like obviously in our community, people don't really... Um, talk about taboo topics like relationships and sex and things like this so is it uses like shock tactics of like okay I can grow from this or is it these things do happen but people don't talk about it so maybe let's just it's mainly me putting out things that happen that like so with me I've never been about shock value because on TikTok it doesn't work on TikTok it doesn't work on TikTok what works is the timing you're posting the hashtags you're using, the sounds you're using, I've noticed. It's never, because I've had this at one point where I posted a video, I didn't like, I didn't like what time I posted it. I deleted it, I reposted it. The difference in the timings that I posted made that video go from dead to blow up. Um, when the provocative stuff comes, honestly, it was mainly just a, that is how my Twitch is. It's like when people are like, oh, you're all talk. No, because if you come to my Twitch, you'll see we will have those as people find it taboo, inappropriate conversations. But like, that's just who I am. It's like being around the boys. The boys always make inappropriate jokes. It's just how they are. So for me, it was never shock value. The what, like when I woke up and my TikTok had blown up, the one where it was like, it was something to do with sex or something along those lines. I was like, how did this happen then? I was really confused. And since then, it hasn't happened again. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. But it's like me having tattoos. People find that very weird. And they're like, oh, why have you got tattoos? I have recently got a piercing. People are going to be like, oh, she's got a piercing. Oh, okay. It's like any move I make or anything I do or anything I wear even, people are like, oh my god and it's just who I am it's not like I'm going out to buy this provocative top or to get a fake piercing or a fake tattoo like no it's just who I am and I'm just always authentic and I don't think people understand that our generation is just a lot more chill about these things yeah it is weird because like that that's something that I've seen that people can exploit it so where where like um obviously they can do certain things to work to their advantage because you know shock tactics and things do work for growth and etc but that's why I want to ask because a lot of your content isn't that extreme yeah like the way that I'm saying like people use shock tactics it's not that far but like obviously most of it is just the captions do you know what I mean you're dancing in all of them just wearing whatever and it's mainly the captions that sort of differ the the innocent to the provocative to the gaming to the 
relationships or whatever topic of conversation it is so it is really interesting but a thing that you just mentioned there was the sort of timings and thing are you really into like data and analytics then do you check like so I was always a data analytics person on my old Instagram that really did heavily transfer over to my Twitch and my TikTok so I haven't checked it today actually but every day I will check my data I will be like right so today I only got 80k views on the whole of my page okay what happened this day today I got 100k views okay what did I post what time did I post I'll look at how many followers I got and it sounds weird but I've noticed the days you post and then let's say an hour later go tip.live your followers will um, boost it works it's a thing that I do because I was always going to, I was always a person who went TikTok live, Twitch, TikTok live. I still do that, but I did notice, yes, the followers will boost from it. And even if it's not getting a million followers from the live, it's uh, your account, or at least for me, my account is getting boosted at that point. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. So I've always been a data person, especially because I did business management and we have to date an analog analyze oh my god I can't even English today (laughs) that's another thing I can never English hence why I speak so much Punjabi Um, but no I always data analyze a lot yeah yeah that is interesting because like uh uh, when I look at certain I only looked at like the ones that the post that did good like the one that got like a quarter million or whatever I go into it but that should change us every week because it shows you like within the past seven days which audience or whatever where it's going and then like every week it's getting pushed into like different territories in the world which I always thought was really like I'd check one day and it's in South Africa yeah I look at mine I'm like why are Italians watching this like I don't get this but thank you I think it's because from my understanding is if it does good in one region then it boosts it into another region see how it does there and then boosts it into another because mine went from like south uh africa to like russia to um south america and things like that but it is interesting so when when you do posting and things i'm guessing you will post at times where your audience is most most active then I don't look at the times anymore. I used to. There used to be this little grid that I found on the internet. I was like, okay, I'll I'll go by these times. Now I've noticed if I post, I'm going to say after 12 slash 1 up to about 8, however many I want to post in that time, it will be a hit and miss. It really depends. 7 p.m., 6 p.m. is usually really good for me personally. Um, But like off the top of my head, my viewers, no, my followers are more active at like 10 p.m. So timing wise, I know early in the morning isn't working for me anymore. And that's what used to work back in the day. Now it's more afternoon, evening. But like if I, for example, wanted to post at like 5.51, sounds like a really random time. I'll post. I won't mind that anymore. But back in the day, I would be very need to post at 3 p.m., need to post at 8 a.m., need to post at this time. Like it really depends. I think it's when your account gets slightly bigger you have that more leeway of doing what you want. I'll be big shot, dude. <laughs> no need to plug in. Like <laughs> See, this is what my friend said. I'm like, I'm not a big shot, though. <laughs> the reason I ask is, uh, I don't I don't even think so half of the listeners will care about this topic, but it's more just for personal intrigue. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is, this is me having notes afterwards. You're like, right, let me, let me yeah, write yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Because it is fascinating. But the numbers that you said there, it's, sometimes, do, do you find it's, it's hard to fathom some of the numbers though, like one point, however many, mil- 11 million views or whatever you said before, 11.3, sorry. Yeah. Um, 
it's hard to fathom that amount of people have watched your content. Have you ever thought of like how many people 11 million people is? <laughs> Honestly, no. I just kind of like, okay, that uh, happened. So it's like, if I go on my analytics right this second, from yesterday, which I haven't checked, <laughs> this week in general, I've been doing less. So in seven days, I've got 537k views, which is 209 less than the last, the previous seven days. I will look at that and be like, oh, that's bad. But in the in the grand scheme of things, that's a lot of humans. Yeah. And I feel like slowly and it and it's it is a personal issue. I think maybe loads of like other TikTokers have this. When you look at your own analytics, you start realizing how big of a number that is you think oh that's small that's not good for me for that day I could have done better you genuinely sit there and think that but in comparison to like one of my friends who has less followers they'll probably sit there and think that was a really successful week but I'll know but I won't look at the top number I'll look at the oh 209k views missing from last week right I need to somehow get that back up yeah, it's it's always just trying to increase that number regardless. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's relative. Like it's when you get bigger, obviously that number's gonna get bigger and you just wanna yeah. keep on pushing it, pushing it forward. Which is it's it's a mental fucking thing to be honest. Like when you think of them numbers, it's just unfathomable. I no. put the I put it into context of football stadiums. Yeah. So like Newcastle Stadium is is well known to be like a very good atmosphere. You said around five hundred uh, five hundred thousand views. Yeah. yeah, so that's ten St. James's Parks. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and if Damn, you, I did it, not think of it like that. that. I think of things like that just because it's the easiest way to put into perspective online views and numbers yeah. because now a million views here, a fucking billion views there or whatever it is, it's people become numb to it. Yeah. And it, it, you don't want that situation where you end up getting more and more extreme to push that number forward and forward and forward. Oh, to like, And you need that reality yeah. check. But... A thing that I was going to say that might be a good reality check is the platforms that you're on that I sort of alluded to earlier are polar opposites in that yes. sense. TikTok is in a place where the numbers are astronomical, whereas respectfully, Twitch is somewhere that yeah. the numbers are very small. So, so do like you think with, that helped? With Twitch, for example, now I've just told you I've got, what, 500k views and I to me that sounds like a, a, a dingy number. On Twitch, overall, I have 12k views that blows my mind on like how the hell did that happen that is so many numbers but the comparison between the two numbers is like wait what yeah exactly it's like why am i so excited over the twitch over the thing and it's like it's mad because like i will look at that 1000 followers on twitch and be like oh my god like seriously how did this happen but i now look at the 51k and i'm like how do i get that to 61k mm-hmm. it's the happiness of twitch or over the continue to push on tiktok and it you do really become numb you do really become numb so it, it doesn't it doesn't matter what the number is it's just how do i get it higher higher so like yeah. it could be half a million on tiktok and a hundred average viewers or whatever on twitch how do i get that 100 to 101 how do i get that five right okay but it's yeah. not in a narcissistic way where it's like a, I need all the attention on me. It's more of a how do I push content out that people will enjoy and make them laugh and make their day better? Because I know for a fact if I'm having a crap day, 
I will jump on TikTok or I will jump on YouTube. And like, for example, growing up as a brown kid, I watched Just Rain, aka Superwoman. We all we all did, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. I Hums Up Productions, I will still go back and watch his videos. Diary of a Badman. Beautiful. Yeah. Diary of a Badman is the best thing in the world. But like I will go back and that's what used to cheer me up. And I'm like, how do I provide that for someone else? Yeah, no, I get it. I, I get it. It's just when you see fucking online numbers, it's just unfathomable. But it does make sense because all you're like, all you're basically bothered about is personal growth, yeah. and that's what anybody who what is successful is is going to be bothered about. But I feel like because the reason I ask it is, you know, at Logan Paul, I've used this example so many times on the podcast before. But the suicide forest, yeah, yeah to get to that point where the numbers are that astronomical and it becomes a business and you become yeah. numb to the numbers to the point where you do something that will get you cancelled and generally yeah. just ethically and morally wrong. And that's that's where, like, my fear comes into it with numbers. And I know, obviously, like, this podcast is all fairly small and things, but you never know what happens. Yeah, life. exactly. Um, it could, it, well, I assume it will blow up. It's a good <laughs> podcast, I'm not going to lie. Like, you <laughs> ask good questions. I'm sitting here like, I want to listen back to this. Like, damn, I'm interested, I said. <laughs> oh i'm blushing i'm blushing <laughs> but it's 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 that thing i don't know if it's just because i deep things too much but yeah. numbers analytics like, always fascinate me in that sense i feel like my fear is i'm already quite numb in in the sense of like if you say something to me or if i see something i can 99.9 percent of the time be completely blank and act very normal to it mm-hmm so that's quite a scary thing where it's like a how numb am I am I actually because like I remember someone one of my followers came into my twitch stream and was like something in the family happened and he was quite upset I didn't know how to react not because I'm emotionless because I was like I'm streaming and I don't know how to provide what you want without seeming numb slash harsh because I'm a very harsh person I've noticed like if my friend is going through something I'll be there I'll be there I'll be there but at some point I'll just give them tough love and I'll be like look mate you need to like and I've just always been that person so I'm like in in the sense of like content I don't think I could ever post anything which would hurt offend or do anything like that like I'm I'm very cautious about that I'm very like I, I make sure it's never crossing a line intentionally I think that's yeah that's intentionally the intentionally I don't ever want to cross a line so I will never for example Logan Paul what he did I could never get to that point because that is fucked that is like so fucked up but this this is what I mean I don't think he did that intentionally either this is why I say intentionally did. because you get to a certain point where you like I watched all, one of his videos from around that time and it literally opens up with him breaking like a stack of plates i'm thinking that that for a normal person is extreme but when you have this hyperactive uh adhd young audience which need to be tiktoks every in a youtube video basically every five ten seconds needs to be being colors or booms then it's very easy to go down that road yeah you will become really like numb to Mm -hmm. like very sensitive topics like it it is mad because for example, Jake Paul, I think he, what he does is very calculated. Oh, what, very Lo- what Logan did was very naive. out of numbness, naive, didn't realise what was happening, in my opinion, from what you can see from out there. Jake's very clever. 
and if you're clever about it hey fair play to you but like as a normal person I could never get that numb and be like okay well this is what we're posting and it will probably blow up and like who cares about the repercussion because like it's it's a madness like you yeah. can't be doing those kind of things but you think that but then if it's a very slow yeah like you you get it's like tolerance isn't it yeah, like, yeah, exactly. like like anything like you, you'll slowly build up tolerance and you can slowly build up numbness yeah so you wouldn't be like that when he was first starting on vine or whatever oh yeah of course but when you get a big team around you saying you will last week we need to make up them two hundred and seven thousand people that we didn't have exactly. on tiktok last week how can we push that boat out a bit further to get... And not- then you were just like, okay, I'll do whatever. Yeah, yeah. Which, oh, it's, it's a mad conversation. See, I'm really lucky with, like, who I'm surrounded by. Because, like, I'm... In all honesty, I'm not big-headed about my numbers. Like, to me, when my friends are like, oh, you're on 50k, I'm like, yeah, and... It's like my friend made a joke. He was like, I get more followers off your TikTok lives than I do out of my own videos. And I'm like, that's bloody brilliant because then you're using my thing to grow you. Mm-hmm. I don't find anything wrong with that. But I'm very lucky because like back to like the mini, the USB hub thing, it's 15 quid. Why am I so excited? They're like, um, shut up. It's not even that deep. And I'm like, oh, wow. And they're like, we're just humbling you now. Obviously it's a joke, <laughs> but my friends and the people I'm around do keep me very, very humble. And like, I've never been a big headed person in general, but it's just good to be grounded by people like that who are just like, you might be getting the numbers, you might be doing good, but everyone, you do go through like little crap patches. Like my Twitch recently went through a bit of a crap patch and I was like, okay, it's fine, whatever. But like anyone else who was in like a narcissistic way would probably be like, okay, what do I do now to like blow up? Mm-hmm. it's like as a joke they were like oh do a hot tub stream and i'm like i would never go to that. <laughs> i would never go to that my guy were, like the boys were like let's all get in a hot tub together like the boys want to do it and i'm just there, like I'll, I'll watch i'll I'll stand behind the camera i'll read the chat man it's fine i don't know how that's allowed on twitch i genuinely I don't... don't know it's so bad it's a it? children's platform basically it's, it promotes like... gaming and then respectfully saying this year it's just lasses with big tits in fucking water like my friends at work is a joke but like oh if you ever did a hot tub stream like you know everyone at work's watching and i was like i'm never doing that i could never degrade then, myself well that. this is it that's where i think when when i was speaking about the provocative content before mm. i think that's where like an argument can be made and not like for yourself yeah, no, but no. in the wider context of things of where now it seems to the point where it's like views for idiot is it oh, views for like respect like people will just morally chuck their shit out the window but like give me the bag do you know what i mean yeah, and that's yeah. where it becomes a that's why i wanted to ask the, the the question in the first place and i feel like that's why i couldn't ask it straight away you have to sort of get into the conversation yeah, know that i'm not a dickhead when i'm asking it and sort of be like look is because it's genuine intrigue when i see no, things I work it's like wanna... if that's like for example with my clothes i wear crop tops I, I freaking say I wear crop tops, but the people judging me, I'm sorry, you're allowed to wear a sari blouse, I'm not allowed to wear a crop top. Explain the logic there to me. If I was butt-ass naked on the internet, if I was butt-ass naked, right, judge me, judge me all you want, but still that's my choice. Like, the thing is, for example, if you look at my Instagram, there is not one bikini pic. Now, obviously, I've been on holidays, and obviously, I'll wear a bikini on holidays, but I've and this is like a line that I will not cross and my mom knows as well like I turned around and said oh mom I've got like my 
little trousers on and like my bikini bra. Can I post this picture? She's like, you know what? It's a fine picture. Fine. But I will never f- fully post a bikini pic on the internet. No, that's crossing a line for me. That's crossing a line for my mom, for me. And my family doesn't want it and I don't want it. End of. But like people are there like, oh, have you got an OnlyFans? And I'm like, no. But you wear a crop top. Uh, please yeah, explain it, how a crop top's bad. Just please tell me that one. Um, um, you can okay. I'm laughing, yeah, because as uh, uh, the my next question's basically popped into my head. Go on. And um, <laughs> we we're talking about hate comments, obviously before. Yes. Yeah, the polar opposite of that is like them sort of comments. Yeah. And um, freshies. Oh, comments. beautiful, fun, amazing! Thank you for calling me while I was out with my mom and my sister on frigging Facebook Messenger. My guy is all I have to oh, say to that one. Oh my days! Does I it get know. does it get bad or is it just cringy? Like, do you entertain it's it? It's cringe. It's bad. Um, but it's funny because it gives me content for my Twitch and my TikTok. For example, people on my TikTok live will come in and put like pick up lines, and I'll be like, "Already heard that? Give me a new one." <laughs> yeah it kind of just it's kind of funny but it's really bad like and i don't like using this line a lot but it will come out and you'll see it in my Mm -hmm. comment section sometimes that i turn around and will say how would you feel if that was said to your mom sister daughter or wife Mm. and then they think oh but don't talk about my family like that but then you're i'm sorry you're sending the most disgusting creepiest things to me and I'm someone's daughter. So, I, and that's what I genuinely think. I'm like, you need to put yourself in a position before sending a dumb message like that to think if this was someone I was related to, regardless how it is, even if it was your friend, how would you feel? Because It I goes back that to that context, friend, isn't it? It's, it's context. It's... I know my friends get so angry, some of them, when they see this and they're mm-hmm. like, they will fully like, go in the comment section and be like you need to pipe down and you need to stop and i'm yeah. like it's fine don't worry and they're like no we don't like it because like they do say like the worst shit sometimes and i'm like i can't yeah. help it and like i've grown that really thick skin but like they get protective obviously yeah obviously like, I, I, it's it's that fine line isn't it there's like playful banter and then there's yeah. creep <laughs> it's the easiest way to say it's it. Like, it's just... <laughs> my Twitch chat making these jokes. You know what? You know how my chat is. You've been here long enough. Fine. If I ever start feeling uncomfortable, I'll say it. Yeah. And yeah. If you don't stop at that point, it's weird. But like with like the creeps in DMs, it's become a meme at this point. Like when you're being memed, that's bad. Like I had two people, one of them emailed me his mobile number, and I was like, hell. And the other one, emailed me saying hey i would love to get to know you and blah 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 blah. can i get your snapchat then popped into my tiktok live and said hi so do you respond to your emails and i was like (laughs) no and i fully died i'm like one of my friends i told about this was there and he was like i died for you and i was like i don't know what to do oh my days it gets bad it gets bad as i've said on the on the podcast with simran and i sort of like i still stand by this but it's it's like it is a lot easier at the moment growing on social media being a woman. I think it like oh, you can you can sort of like accentuate certain characteristics that obviously yeah. 
like men will just uh, like attract to. But yeah, agreed. Me saying that as a guy, it's very easy to be like, oh yeah, it's easy for you to just. But you don't see like that side of things. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's also ridiculously hard with more eyes and more exposure. Generally, you'll get more support of people, but you will also get more people who are just like wrong in space. Basically, it's just, it's, a, it's it's a hard balance, though, isn't it? It's like being. So with me, obviously, like my friends will make the jokes of, "Oh, you're big on TikTok. Oh, you're so famous. Oh, da, da, da. like they do that, and I'm I'm fine with them doing that. But like I will, and like no, like people on TikTok don't see this, but I will literally screen record some of my TikToks and send them and be like, "Do you think this is crossing the line? Do you think it's appropriate? What do you think? Tell me." And they will tell me. And these are the guys that I send it to. Mm-hmm. Like I'll send it to some of the girls, but I send it to the guys for a reason. One, because I need to know what they think two that's a guy my audience is filled with guys let's see what one of them will think practically yeah and if they're like um nah, I, I would change the wording or i would do this i'd be like okay cool thank you why by the way and then they'll explain it. i'm like cool so they we look out for each other quite a lot in my little group that i'm in where we're like to kind of stop how much the guys go a bit crazy sometimes yeah i will get one of the boys to like check it and like even them in my comments they'll make jokes like am we're so disappointed and you'll be like i know it's a joke behind closed doors like they'll say what they say that's it yeah honestly like, I, I could have this conversation all day because i feel like it is it it's so interesting because that the whole reason i did this podcast is to basically find out more about people and like their backgrounds I mean, and the cultures yeah. i just i'm intrigued by human behavior i guess you could call it and on yeah. online it's did you do psychology no, I did. I did law. You should have done psychology in college, um, man. You would have uh, enjoyed it. I probably would have, yeah, but that ain't doctor, lawyer, engineer, in it, so it didn't fit into that category, fam. <laughs> I don't know. It was like doctor, lawyer, engineer. I was like, it was doctor, lawyer, engineer, right? Business management is what we're going with. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, well I think accountants in that group now as well, but <laughs> I really enjoyed law. I just physically couldn't have took it as a degree for some reason. I, I don't think I would have enjoyed it. It was bad to be fair, and like, mm. it depends. It just depends. You have to figure out your interests. I remember first year, the the two modules that were running simultaneously were um, contract law and criminal law. I and, really enjoyed criminal. So I did law at GCSE and A level. Yeah. And my sister's done law. I really like criminal law. I really find it fascinating. I just couldn't work in the profession. The, uh, literally about it, you could tell who came to uni for what reason. You could tell who watched CSI and you could tell who watched yeah. Suits. Do you know what I mean? And I was the suit, so I liked property, commercial, but yeah. you could tell the people who liked criminal, family and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, it's honestly... Uh, and like when you get guys commenting like that, I'm guessing you probably get girls commenting similarly as uh, like not uh, in a... Uh, not in a... I want to F you it, but more of like so a malicious I way. Have, I will have... It's not a lot. I will be honest... I feel like girls on TikTok, and it's the one time I've seen it, are quite clever with what they do. If they have an opinion which someone wouldn't like, they don't put it out there. Okay, and honestly, yeah, that's good. That's better. Like, if, in my opinion, if you have an opinion which would hurt someone's feelings, just keep it to yourself. Yeah. But like, I will have girls who will be like, "You shouldn't wear that. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do this." And it's just so like okay you're really repetitive and just boring and then you'll have that conversation with them so one of the girls who did this she was like it went back to cast and I was like okay cool and then she just kept making her point and I was just like 
can you please say something like interesting to actually have a conversation because like this isn't a discussion right now this is just you copying and pasting what you've said once and it's irritating because I'm like okay if the guys are gonna hate the girls should have each other's back in my opinion mm-hmm. and that's where it came back to like my friend getting that hate on Instagram I had her back I was gonna have her back at the end of the day it does seem though that like females are a lot more supportive on on social media like uh, especially that like, I went through a, a few of your comments of uh, like in preparation for the, the podcast and stuff just to see what the vibes were like um and it seems like to put them into three categories it was supportive which is mainly female actually I actually wrote this down as well you know um I'm gonna say- let me hear this because I I've never looked at this so this is like a new piece of data. As, for me. as I say, I like I'm quite fascinated in human behavior and things. So it seemed like I summed it up in three types of mm-hmm. supportive, mm-hmm. in brackets mainly females but occasional males. Occasional males, yes, occasional probably males. my friends. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> hate, just general hate, just, just which is hate, yeah. just that can be both. To be fair. And then third, we've already covered thirsty as fuck. I've put thirsty AF brackets, mainly dudes of that, mainly freshies. Um, yep. So <laughs> that uh, sums up my comments so perfectly. I love it. Yeah, it is. It, but again, it's just interesting. As I say, I could talk about this shit all day because for me, it's so interesting. <laughs> but I'm very conscious of time. Um. Okay. So uh, before I go quickly, two two more mini questions. Yes. Um, you don't repost TikToks on Instagram why i don't know but i feel like i find it more funny when like my friends like work friends general friends anyone just sends me this and they're like oh look someone reposted your thing i'm like okay cool i don't know why i've never been i've never reposted on instagram i just just never thought instagram would like it i just thought it would be fascinating because it's another method of growing and i feel like you know what i think it is with me and i think this is a very personal thing. It's the my old Instagram Instagram going, mm-hmm. me not using it. I don't like Instagram as an app anymore. I don't trust it. I don't care for it because I'm like, after putting so much effort into it, it's taken away so quickly. What's yeah. the point? So I think mine is mainly a, I don't care for Instagram anymore after that scenario. Now other people, obviously, it's really good for growth. Mm-hmm. And like even mine like I'm on 3k followers and I don't do anything on it it's like okay yeah cool that's all coming over from TikTok let's be honest um but I think it is just the I put so much effort into it for like a solid four to five years because I used to do skits on it as well like very few people know it's like if you know me from my old Instagram I used to put skits up on there I would do photo shoots I would do all this stuff and I don't do any of that anymore because I'm like I don't care for Insta but surely if you're already making the content for TikTok, it's very easy to just save, yeah. post it on there. It's yeah, another it method really of is. I think it's just lazy me. Yeah. And I, f- I feel like, I don't know what you, your opinion of this is. I feel like there's a higher conversion percentage. So like, say if like you're looking at how many people can I direct to for me, the podcast, for you, Twitch. Yeah. If, if it's 50,000 followers on TikTok, and 5,000 followers on Instagram. I still feel like there's more people from Instagram who will actually go yeah. to the Twitch stream than the TikTok, even though it's 10 times the amount of people yeah. on there. So I, I don't know. I, I thought that was fascinating because obviously it is just like a method of growing. So mm, no, maybe you. maybe it's a tip for, for you. We can learn from each other. <laughs> there you go. Maybe you'll see me posting reels one day and you'll be like, damn, that's <laughs> that tip for me. <laughs> <laughs> Royalties. <laughs> um, and the other one was YouTube. Yes. 
do, do you YouTube? <laughs> I've done it before. Okay. I've been asked to do it again. I don't know if I'd do it. Is it like clip up streams and things and, and put it on there? I noticed my generic, I'm on holiday or I've done my makeup. Those ones did better mm. than the GTA one I posted. I posted GTA one. Why did I post a GTA one? <laughs> I'm really questioning what I've been doing on the internet from now on. Um, but no, I I don't think it would be something I'd do just because I don't use that app for it anymore. And plus, when I was doing YouTube, I really wanted to go down the Just Rain, aka Supermodel right. vibe. Like, I've always been okay. a skits person. And it never was that. And I was like, okay, whatever. I feel like TikTok is just what I throw everything on now. It's, it's convenient. I like it. Because what I've noticed is I would rather sit and watch something for 60 seconds than 10 minutes. hundred percent. I feel like that's where things are going generally because people's attention spans are diminishing. Like there's no tomorrow, which it's is like TikTok posting that thing where you can now post three minute videos. Yeah. Great idea. Also not the best idea though. Yeah. It's not, I, I don't think it's a good shot because not many people will. Although I learned today that the little red circle, uh, the little circle at the bottom, you can actually adjust tiktoks like in fast forward i didn't know that until today yeah which is dope i've never used it but yeah you can do that and it's actually like oh this is fun but uh, the reason i ask is because you you had the instagram and it disappeared or deleted or whatever and you don't want that to happen with tiktok so is it not better to be spread across as many platforms to as high as a level so if one disappears you're not over relying on say tiktok no no, no, it is a good point um it's the reason i'm so conscious with what i do on tiktok so i've had tiktok live bands i've had tiktoks that have been deleted because they're really banned tiktok live bands are the dumbest thing in the world don't get me wrong i genuinely don't care for those because i'm like are you being really serious like i was wearing a black top and i got banned for nudity i sat there and i was just like honestly at this point social media is so dumb but like it is good to spread yourself i just feel like with tiktok and this is coming from like I've seen this happen to people's accounts if it gets deleted as long as you have your however many TikToks you've posted already just repost them and you'll grow again it's Mm. a dumb app in the sense of how quick the growth can come in you can literally go from zero to like a K very quickly if you really try and you can go from like 50k you can be one of those TikTokers who are like on 50k barely gets any likes barely gets any views sometimes you get views and then just stay just stay at that point as well it's really weird with how tiktok works the algorithm is something i still can't figure out and that really irritates me because i'm an algorithm person as well I'm like i need to know but now it, it's one of those where i feel like if my tiktok ever went you're confident like that I'm you'd... so confident in my twitch mm-hmm. how it's going already that i wouldn't mind i'd be like cool i'll start again or i'll just leave it and i'll just stick to twitch yeah fair enough fair enough um yeah i, I that's that's the part that i sort of i had questions about algorithms and things because I, I sort of hoped you were data driven because i'm a bit of a nerd myself so it's an interesting driven just does not understand tiktok's algorithm it's the yeah it, it, it is a weird one it's something hard to suss because with algorithms they're changing all the time as well so it's hard to keep up to date with but i've thoroughly enjoyed this conversation um i've i've took up way more time than i think uh <laughs> i think I, I let on beforehand no no but, it's fine I, 
I was free until 8 p.m. anyway. So. Just before we wrap up, I ask every single question, uh, every single guest, the same five questions. Mm-hmm. Um, they're sort of like a nice way to round off the episode. So we'll, we'll jump into them. So the uh, the first one is, what are you most proud of? Damn, what am I most proud of? I was an introvert. I, I wouldn't even pick up the phone call and speak to people now. I can just put myself out there. So I think my confidence think my confidence what are you most looking forward to seeing where my twitch goes i really thoroughly love and enjoy that community so much i i can't wait to see where it goes like i hope it grows more i hope so too and uh, what is your biggest motivation biggest motivation i i'm one of those people who sets myself goals with other people that i want to beat and achieve not in a malicious way more of a i look up to them and i want to beat them so that's my motivation just other people practically and just making the people like my friends proud because they're very invested in seeing me grow as well what is your definition of success success making people happy and making people smile it's not I'm a numbers person I agree but if I can genuinely make someone happy and someone's smiling someone's day a little better than it is that's a successful day for me smashed it and last but not least because it's the culture cast podcast how has your culture affected you in your journey thus far bro loud proud and Punjabi always that's the way you sum that up (laughs) smashed it absolutely (laughs) smashed it um that's sick uh again all of your links and things to twitch insta twitter tiktok all of that banter will be left in the description whether you listen on spotify apple podcast youtube whatever uh